0: Good evening lovelies. Welcome to another episode of Coffee, Candy, and Creatives, This Sunday cinema show. We are a featured Be Unique radio show. My creatives tonight are John Tarleton and his wife Jenny Dearborn. In 2019, John cycled across America in the incredibly test of fitness and endurance bike race that starts in California and ends in Maryland. It's about 3,000 miles and the competitors need to do this in 12 days. That means no sleep, no rest for weary bones, tired muscles, stretched tendons, none of that. And this is the second time that John has done it. The first time was to see if he could. The second time was to raise money for the Stanford Cancer Institute in honor of his mother and sister. And raise money he did. He raised $250,000 for the organization. With John's journey across America is chronicled in the documentary Until the Wheels Come Off. Shines a light on his trip and... His crew, which included his beautiful, amazing, funny wife and their three children, Jack, Chloe, and Cook. Everybody was on the road with Dad while he did this Herculean task. Until the Wheels Come Off is available on demand everywhere. You can get information on the film at untilthewheelscomeoffmovie.com. This show is sponsored by Be Unique Brevard, the Space Coast premiere magazine. Go to beunique.org today to claim your free copy or to find out where you can get it in print. The show is also sponsored by realtor Esther Grease. Esther has been serving the residential real estate market in Kansas City Metro since 2006. She's licensed in both Kansas and Missouri. Her local areas include South Kansas City, downtown Kansas City, Leewood, Overland Park, Lee's Summit, and Cass County. For all of your residential real estate needs in the Kansas City Metro area, Go to gladheartrealty.com and give Esther a call. Now, grab a cup of coffee or your favorite beverage, cuddle up with your host pup, and enjoy the show. Hey guys, I am here tonight with John Tarleton and Jenny Dearborn. They're a husband and wife, and they have an amazing documentary that is going to be available on demand April 5th. It chronicles quite the journey, no pun intended. Um, John, you are an endurance athlete, and you focus... Mostly on cycling, is that correct? Yes. All righty. So there is this race across America, and it's what, about 3,000 miles? Is it always from California, or is it just West Coast, East Coast, depending?
1: Well, it's always been from California. Okay. Uh, and it has been, it has finished in Annapolis, Maryland for quite some time now. But, yeah. It's. Uh, I think that uh, many years ago it started in Santa Monica and finished in Atlanta, maybe. Okay. Um, but it's been Oceanside to Annapolis for I don't know something like fifteen years.
0: For how long? I'm sorry.
1: About fifteen years. I think that's been the course.
0: Oh, so you guys have been out there losing your mind for that long? Okay. No, I'm just.
1: Well, I. <laughs> To to be clear, I've done it one or twice, one, once in twenty fourteen and once.
0: The concept of flying three thousand miles is exhausting for me. And you <laughs> did it on a couple of different bicycles. A little backstory. As we said, you're an endurance athlete, I focused mostly on the cycling. This is a race across America. And it's kind of the ultimate test of endurance. And you you don't do it on your own, obviously. I mean, you would probably fall over and die 100 you know 200 300 miles into it but you have a team you have a, a a van or an rv that follows you make sure that you're fed make sure that you're hydrated yeah. so you did it 14 and you had members of the same crew at that time
1: yes there were several members of the 2014 crew that also crewed in 2019 including our oldest son jack
0: okay jack is if you catch him in the film you guys he not hero worship but he's at <laughs> A thousand percent. You could say, Jack, I'm going to go jump off this cliff real quick. He'd be like, go, dad. You know, he's, he's <laughs> and I love that. So what's different about this race this time is the missus comes along. <laughs> and did you you had to try to talk her into this or you had to try to convince her that this was a great idea?
1: Actually, I tried to convince her this was a bad idea.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a bad idea that I went. It was definitely, yeah. I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't do it again. I discourage people from participating in these types of things. So it was bad. It was a bad idea.
0: Oh, well, he was doing it for the best reasons, though. He did it to raise money um, for cancer research and treatment for a specific organization. And that organization is
1: Stanford Cancer Institute.
0: Stanford Cancer Institute. Cancer Institute. You raised a quarter of a million dollars by the way, that's nothing to sneeze at. But I love that Jenny's like, I don't recommend it because I was saying uh, to Kim, you're such a strong, supportive, that's my man, he's doing it. And then when, you know, the little side moments where she's like, this fucking sucks. this is the, I can't stand it. And Jenny, (laughs) when you phone and started crying, I was crying with you because I was like, I couldn't I couldn't, you, John, you look, art. right, first of all, my ass hurt just watching this film, okay? So I can't imagine your legs, your arms, your neck, your back, your ass, every bit of your body had to be just excruciating, and your family's there, your family's seeing this, and you were so smiling and positive, and how are you? Did you get sleep? And I was like, is this making an angel? Because I would be like, don't touch me, give me a sandwich, I'm starving. How did you guys keep both of you you on the bike? How did you keep your spirits up or did you kind of get into this like zen face? Yeah,
1: for for me uh ram is a long meditation basically. There's a a rhythm to cycling that is um it's almost hy- hypnotic. Mm-hmm. We The endurance athletes call it crawling into the pain cave. Mm. My pain cave is great. It's got a recliner and big TV and it's all set up.
2: He's very zen. He's, he's very calm and zen and meditative. That's his sort of disposition all the time. You could, you know, he's in great pain or he's happy and you just know, you know, it's always the same. <laughs>
0: Meanwhile, you're in the van, losing your, your mind.
2: I'm losing losing my shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, but when you're, when you're with him, when you're, when he's taking his break, when he's getting massaged, when he's getting his neck cracked, you know, iced down and and just everything you're also fully present in a calm, supportive way. He's not saying that you've lost your, you know, lost your shit 15 minutes ago. How long can we keep that up until? Well,
2: I just try and keep, i mean i and and the whole crew just try and keep that from him um he doesn't need to know that the crew is fighting he doesn't need to know that the crew checked into a hotel that had bed bugs and now all the crew is picking you know bed bugs out of their clothes and out of the van and that you know, all all of the things that are happening and the, you know, the, and the crew is keeping things from me, right? So he's, John's having very serious injuries and crashes that they're not telling me. And because they know I'll go into hysterical wife and mom mode and say, this is over executive decision. He's done. He's done. This is too dangerous. This is too dangerous. I mean, there's there have been, you know, deaths and serious injuries on this race in the history of the race. And, um, all I can think about is I'm driving this van at 15 miles an hour. I, you know, the media van is behind the crew van where my kids are. And then the crew van is behind John and, you know, John's falling asleep on his bike, swerving in and out of traffic and semis are honking at him as he's on the shoulder of the freeway and then my kids are honking at their dad to keep him awake and yeah. I'm videotaping this whole thing thinking since when is this a good idea this is a terrible idea we're going to be in family therapy for the rest of our lives he's going to get hit by a car he's going to get hit by a truck my kids are going to witness it and it's game over for like their lives i i i just lost i've lost it
0: yeah and and it's recorded for posterity
2: <laughs> oh yeah so in case we want to know was it john's fault did, did, did let's see did the did the trucker hit john or did john swear in front of the truck let's re-watch the video oh my god like what is you know like this is a terrible idea why are we here
0: whose stupid idea was this <laughs> yeah john talking about your um your pain cave is it kind of like when you have headphones on and you can kind of hear, you know, the kids squabbling, but you're removed from it. You're like, eh, can't bother me. I'm, I'm not really present for that.
1: In a way, um, but in a way it's being ultra present in, oh. in, what's, in what's going on um, on the bike and just totally focused on that. Yeah. I, I listen to, uh, to audio books on the race and uh it's it's the right amount of distraction without being too distracting.
0: Oh, that's awesome. What did you listen to?
1: Uh well the the entire Harry Potter series.
0: That's amazing. I'm so glad you told me that because I was thinking as beautiful as some of the scenery was. I mean, sorry Kansas, you're you're flat and kind of boring. <laughs> My god, I would fall asleep just from boredom. <laughs> glad that you said that you were you were listening to like audiobooks that's awesome but meanwhile behind you you've got three vans in an rv or you know the media van and and all they can do is drive and watch you so i mean who is really suffering after all right
1: (laughs) yes the crew definitely has the hardest job
0: exactly jenny said something in the film where i i think it was you were very close to crossing the finish line and she was like if i forget what Exactly, she said it would if this happened, but she's like, I'll let them sleep. I won't wake them up. We won't wake them up and I'll deal because she is that protective of you. And it was brilliant and amazing because she's willing to, to risk, you know, maybe you being just like incredibly pissed off. Like, I was so yeah. close. This to me, uh, bitch, I would save your life because I love you. <laughs> and yeah. Jenny would have absolutely done that. You would have been like, oops. Sorry, the alarm didn't go off.
2: Yeah, sorry, we overslept. Which is why the crew kept, I mean, the crew knew where my loyalties were, were for his safety. And the crew was like, let's keep him safe, but also let's win this race. And so they would push him. And all I could see was, The pain and the agony and the suffering and the accidents and the more tired he got, the more his body would break down. I mean, he still has neck injuries to this day and that we hope don't follow him into and, you know, being a 99 year old man. So, (laughs) you know, but the crew doesn't have to deal with that. You know The crew doesn't, they're they're just like, okay, great race. We're done. And I'm like, well, then I got to pick up the pieces for the rest of our lives. So I'm going to make the decision that we're done. And so they would, so it came to a point where the crew wouldn't let me near him. The crew wouldn't let me talk to him because I would interfere. And
0: people need to keep in mind that when you say crew, you mean your own three children as well. My
2: own kids, my own kids. That's the crew. Exactly. They're like, You know i was like okay can, can we have a meeting please about priorities here like we're going
0: to therapy when we get home oh my god pretty god yes absolutely for you to pull the plug and be like that's it but for us watching not involved edge of our seats right go 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 no why are you sleeping get back up get on the bike <laughs> oh we have absolutely no clue, no clue. The, the exhaustion, the, the pain, the toe cramps, my God, I get a Charlie horse on my toe. And I think it's the end of the world. I'm like, my God, you know, <laughs> and you dealt with that for 12 days, right. On like three hours sleep, two
2: or less, two or less hours a day. Oh yeah. my. Cause every, cause the clock never stops. It's not like the tour de France tour de France is for wimps. You know, the clock never stops in the race across America. And, you know, and you can watch it because you have you, you can watch all the riders. There's a GPS tag on every rider's body throughout the entire race. And so you can see on the monitor of the map of the country where you are against somebody else and if you sleep you can see that guy that was behind you you can see him go past you on the map and the longer you sleep the more he's going to get out ahead of you and then you just have to hope that he sleeps at some point so that you can then eventually get out ahead of him and it's this dance towards the end and you know, it's, it's just, it's just madness.
0: So logistically, when you stop to sleep, it's not like he can hop in the van and you guys drive for two hours, right? You have- <laughs> no, no. On the side of the road, wherever you are.
2: Yep. And that's why you need such a big crew because the crew has to be alert, awake. You know, mm-hmm. John can be brainless and just be like, just legs Mm -hmm. just legs and but the crew has to be sharp they are know what to feed him and where to go because if he takes a wrong turn and has to loop back and loses 50 miles or something like that or whatever any amount of time because sometimes you get in under the timeline by by minutes Mm -hmm. and so any wrong turn is a waste of time so those that crew you have always have three people in the van a driver a navigator and a feeder and always giving him food and always monitoring the temperature outside, what's in his bottle, how much electrolytes does he need, how much salt, how much protein, how much this, how much water. So they have to be very good about monitoring his food and then really, really sharp about the map. And then the driver can't fall asleep and run over John. So you have this huge crew and all these vehicles so that one crew jumps way ahead, goes to a hotel, tries to get four hours of sleep, comes back relieves that crew because it's always one vehicle behind him but the 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 crew is swapping in and out of that one vehicle and how did like again with logistics how did you monitor the electrolytes and did you
0: have like a monitor on you john
1: it's uh it was weight and uh tracking consumption and then also uh tracking the temperature so the so, uh, the crew um, had a uh, gone through a number of races. At least some of the crew have gone through a number of races, so they have a feel for how much I need to be drinking. What's my uh, loss? So we um, we had data from prior races, and I actually uh, went to a laboratory, rode a bike, <coughs> and sweat, and they measured the the electrolyte content of my sweat, so that uh, that crew would know you know how much they would need to to replace
0: there's a lot of science and 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 technology and a lot more it's more than just a bike ride it's more than just physical exertion there's so much into this we know why you did the race in 2019 (coughs) what got you like what crazy thought made you do it in 2014 just because just to try it
1: so in let's see 2014 um i guess we have to go all the way back to when i was a kid and i saw uh, race Across America on ABC Wide World of Sports, and um, at that time I didn't it didn't occur to me that I would ever compete in it, but it certainly was interesting and intriguing to me. Um, race Across America is basically the ultimate bicycle endurance race, and um, when I had an uh, an aha moment ten years after graduating college, uh, those ten years were. Spent working all the time, um, feeding myself poorly, exercising mm-hmm. almost not at all, uh, and turning into a pile of goo.
2: He got really fat, <laughs> You're very unhealthy. And
1: at that point, I I returned to the bike. Um, I had been a collegiate cyclist and uh, started doing longer and longer rides. At first, it was Davis Double Century um, multiple times. And then I moved to uh, slightly longer two-day races like Race Across Oregon. uh, And the logical progression for someone who has addictive personality like me uh, is to to end up at Race Across America
0: and now Jenny you've, you've been you, I like how you call him out you're like he was fat, but <laughs> you've, you've been here for the the highs and lows so to speak uh, in regards to his health and his dedication to to fitness
2: mm-hmm. yeah it's it's tough uh, it's tough on a marriage. It's tough on the family. Um, you know, there were times when he had a training ride, um, and was, you know, he would, you have to put in the hours. I mean, an endurance sport means time. And, uh, so he would be gone 15 hours, in a week, you know, on a Saturday or, and 15 hours on a Sunday, or when he was, he's training for the all night rides, he has to train his body to be alert at nighttime. So he would go to sleep at seven o'clock, wake up at midnight, ride his bike from midnight to you know, seven a.m. Come home, have a shower, and then go to work. I'm just like, this is a marriage. What is going on? You know, I'm I've got three little kids at home. What's what's happening? But you know, you gotta you gotta let him do what he's got to do. I mean, this is an important part of his health journey, um, and uh, this is his form of meditation, and you know, paying honor to his sister and his mother who both died of cancer. And this is super important. So, you know, it's, I mean, we've certainly been to marriage counseling to talk, to talk about it. And, um, you know, we have friends that, you know, also have dedicated endurance. One spouse is a dedicated endurance athlete, and that was very, very damaging on that marriage. So it's, it's not something that doesn't have consequences.
0: My God, people break up, people split up, people divorce over stupid crap over, you know, the most mundane workable reasons. One of you referenced it as a mistress, the cycling.
2: Yeah. Right. That's me. It's a mistress in your marriage. Yeah. And you can't
0: be mad at it. Right. I mean, my God,
2: first of all, absolute admiration for being
0: dedicated to something because I literally have a gym within walking distance of my place and my fat ass can't get over there. And I say it's because I'm busy and I am, but honest to God, I'm afraid that I've gone without and been so unhealthy about it that I'm going to hurt myself or I'm going to have a heart attack because my body doesn't know what's happening. So absolute admiration for it and absolute admiration. The fact that you guys are together, (laughs) you made it through The fact that you guys were willing to go to counseling when other people are just so willing to say, screw it, it is what it is.
2: Marriage is is hard work. I mean, if it's not this, it's something else. And whatever your thing is, you got to talk it through. Whether it's, you know, whether it's the love of a bicycle or the love of, Buying too many sports cars, or I don't know what. Whatever it is, it's every marriage has something, and you got to talk it through.
0: Absolutely, and I feel like that's part of a problem with society. Not to get too deep on that, is that we don't
1: talk to each other.
2: John, right? I cut you off. What you were going to say? Something. Sorry.
1: I was just going to say that um, it's something similar. That marriage is hard work. That we have each other's backs, uh, and you know, we're here talking about ram. We could just as easily be talking about, um, you know having each other's backs uh, career-wise. And, uh, you know, sometimes somebody's going to have a job that is really, really hard and requires a lot of travel or whatever. And uh, there's, <laughs> you, you can take the easy way, the quote unquote easy way out and uh, and just call it quits mm-hmm. or you put in the hard work.
0: Right, whether it's a bike marathon across America or making your relationships work, Yeah. yeah. Great takeaway. So it's going to be on demand April 5th. I mean, basically every platform you can imagine. Every uh, video on demand platform. Yeah. Right. And again, you raised $250,000 for the cancer research in honor of your mom and your sister. Absolutely beautiful. Kudos to you. You mentioned Jenny that his neck is still messed up and this is almost three years past. So we're talking a lot of physical therapy, a lot of chiropractors, is there a good prognosis on this, or is this ir- irreversible?
1: I'm I'm confident that we'll get through it.
2: Of course he is. <laughs> of course he. Is. Why would he say anything else? Um, he, he's he's perpetually optimistic, which is a wonderful thing. You know, he does say, you know, his neck hurts most days. He'll say he feels stiff and he's sore, and you know, every day is stretching and exercising and strengthening, and it's it'll be with him for forever right. but we're not
1: we're not 20 years old anymore either so <laughs> that's part of it
0: <laughs> i mean i don't know if if people watching because you are very physically fit and you are, your endurance as we're going to use that word again is impressive i don't think people realize that you are 50 51 52 52 You know, I'm, I'm catching up on you. I'm not quite there, but I'm catching up. And sometimes it hurts to get out of bed. So you guys it's perspective. (laughs) If you're, you know, if, if his neck hurts, my God, it's just the memory of this amazing thing that you did. It's not like,
2: oh, I was on my phone too long last night. (laughs) Every scar is a story. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'm like, Oh, I remember when I did that, look at that fun scar. And then that's a story. So it's, these things happen in our lives and it makes us richer and stronger and more interesting and more, you know, more complicated. And those are all wonderful things. And my God, how
0: close for you and John and for the kids, I mean, how close did this draw you guys together? Or do you anymore? You hate each other. (laughs)
1: No, no. That uh, I would say that this event, uh, while traumatic for some, uh, certainly drew us to get much closer together.
2: As, uh, I got over it. I got over it. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't recommend I would it for somebody you're else. Still
1: getting over it.
2: Yes, <laughs> I, I wouldn't recommend it for somebody else. I wouldn't do it again, but I also wouldn't change it for anything. You right. glad for the experience, but don't want to ever experience
0: that again. Gotcha has jack or cook started um cycling? Have they picked no. it
1: up? No. No. Absolutely not. Cook <laughs> Cook has it w- wants have to have nothing to do with biking <laughs> or uh walking long distances or running long distances or swimming long distances. His, his thing is disc golf. Yeah. He's, he's quite good at
0: it. Yeah, he's like, "You know what? I've seen this. I've seen this film. I'm not no? no. Good. We're, we're good. Do you have, at the very young age that you are at, do you have plans to do, maybe not this again, but are you still thinking of long rides? Are you, have you hung up the bike?
1: I will I will definitely continue competing in endurance athletics. Um, we don't talk about doing RAM again.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, now we're in, what is that movie, Encanto? We don't talk about RAM. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Not a lot of people can say they did it and survived. I mean, let's be honest. Not a lot of people can say that they took their entire family along for the ride and survived. So, I mean, I think you guys are ahead of the game, as
2: it is. That's awesome. I think only about half the people that start very actually finish. So, I think it's more than 50% every year, more than 50%. uh, drop out?
1: There's about 350 uh, solo riders who've successfully completed Ram.
2: Yeah, total in the history of the race.
0: Okay, so numbers really quick for 2019 when you were involved. How many started? Uh
1: Solo riders, I believe there were 40 total across all uh, categories.
0: And how many made it? To- I
1: believe it was 19.
0: Wow. Oh, and I know Jenny referenced in the film, I forget the exact Amount, But you were like, a couple uh, succumbed to the heat. I think there was a couple that were in accidents, but that's barely, but it's less than half of people that started finishing. And I had, I had a question. There's a point um, in the film, and I don't know if it's gonna, no, that's fine, where it says team something. And I was like, wait a minute, isn't that cheating? If you have like a tag team, like person A starts, does this many miles. Person B, I'm like, wait a minute.
1: It's category. a different category. So there's the general classification of soloists, so open category, and then over over 50, and then over 60 for both men and women. So there there were 40 soloists in 2019. There were a whole bunch more ram riders who were part of two person teams, four person teams, or eight person teams,
2: wow.
1: and the teams absolutely fly across the country the top eight person teams do it in under five days dear god
2: you would have a hard
1: time driving your car across the country in less than five
2: that's insane because they yeah. i think they, they have they just sprinting sprint sprint yeah. sprint sprint as fast as you possibly can sprint and they're they each guy minutes, rides do, like 30 minutes
1: yeah they do what's called 30 minute pulls and then wheel to wheel so the front wheel of the rider who's about to get off their bike has to pass the front wheel of the rider who's starting and they do wheel wheel to wheel 30 minute pulls all the way across the country it's a logistics nightmare
2: it's a relay race like with a baton a running yeah. race that's crazy i feel like as a soloist you would feel more accomplished i know i'm just
0: like it's like look i didn't i didn't have anybody riding it was just me for hours <laughs> hours and days <laughs>
1: it's different the, the, d- despite the logistics challenge of a solo rider and the crew for a solo rider has a lot of work, the crew for an, a four person or eight person team, that is really, really hard because they have to, to do, I don't know how many, what is that? A 30 minute polls, five days. They have to do each one of those transitions perfectly.
0: So for 30 minutes, they're pedaling as fast as they can.
1: Given it yeah, all they it out for 30 and they do uh eight hour shifts. The eight person uh team will um split into groups that will have eight hour shifts of 30 minute pulls, and then wow. they'll go on and uh try and get some sleep, and then they'll come back on. Wow. And then the, in the four person teams, it's two and two, and they do uh the same eight hour shifts, but it's rolling.
0: This is a whole culture, this is a whole thing, yeah. Wow. yeah.
2: It's, it's, it's so fascinating how popular Ram is in Europe mm-hmm. and everybody in Europe knows about it. I mean, it is, it, you know, it is, they understand that this is the pinnacle of endurance, uh, uh, sport and, you know, friends in Europe, they're like, oh, of course we've heard about this. Do you talk about friends in the United States? They're like, well, what are you talking about? We have no idea what the race across America is. So it's just, right. it, it's fascinating how the culture is different.
0: This is a whole thing. I'm I'm kind of blown away by it because you're right. It's like we see, and even here in my town, we'll see, you know, cyclists on the side of the road. We go, you know, carefully around them, things like that. Oh, well, Some people don't because they're assholes, but <laughs> the, the concept of just like, cross-country like that. It's, mind, it's mind-boggling. I wanted to ask you, John, I know you said you were kind of zen and you were listening to, to audiobooks, but do you have a, a favorite part of America that you rode through?
1: Sure. Um, I'm always uh, thrilled to get to Flagstaff, Arizona, uh, not only because it it represents a, a key milestone in the race, but because it's so incredibly beautiful. i have got this um, I don't know, quaint town that is that has this uh, massive rushing river running through it. And, and a, it's kind of the, the whole rail town feel to it. It's beautiful. Uh, of course, Wolf Creek Pass, the, the top of the Rockies is a, is a highlight. And then <laughs> getting to the finish line, Annapolis, Maryland is is like uh, heaven because yeah. you're done. <laughs>
0: That finish line, that was your absolute favorite part.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: I think I think uh, Jenny would agree with that. <laughs> that finish line was the most beautiful thing she's ever seen. <laughs> absolutely. Without a doubt. Including all of the children. <laughs>
2: yes, absolutely.
0: Well, that's fantastic. So are you guys, is there going to be like a, a theatrical release or anything like that? or Are you
2: going to show this at every yearly RAM <laughs> opening <laughs> ceremony? Uh, Well, the the RAM community is very excited about it. So they've been amazing partners and supporters and champions of this, you know, piece of art that we've created this documentary. Um, So that's just been fantastic. The cycling community um, around the world has been super supportive. Um, So those are all wonderful things. It is fun and weird to be a part of this. Uh, very niche um, cult around the world. So uh, yeah, so they have certainly embraced us. Well, I think for me,
0: what I'm taking away most from it, aside from being absolutely awed by the whole entire experience, and I wasn't even there, is boils down to support. You did it to support um, people going through cancer in honor of your mom and your sister. And Jenny did it to support you. Your kids did it to support you. It's all about being there. I guess, for people and being there for people you might not even know. Well, tell everybody, um, where can they go to donate? Where can they go to follow you? Where can they go to find out more about the film? Uh, Until the
2: wheels come off movie.com has all the information, has all the clips and the media, how, where, where the movie is viewable, um, how to donate to Stanford cancer research, um, all of that information until the wheels come off movie.com. Awesome. It's been an absolute honor
0: talking to you guys. I mean, I was blown away by John for what he did, but I was doubly blown away by you and the strength that you show and the strength that you showed while you were there. I mean, we're talking about endurance, emotional endurance, lady. I mean, (laughs) Thank (laughs) (laughs) thank you very much. You guys, I wish you nothing but the best, and I, I'm going to tell, uh, you know, a thousand more people about this film, because it's honestly the story of love and endurance and trust and family, and the family that you made with with your crew, aside from those, you know, rotten kids. Yeah, they're wonderful. <laughs> you guys, I hope that you stay in touch, and give each other a hug for me, please. Thank you. Thank you. John, take care of your neck. Thank maybe. you.
1: And, and good luck with that uh, that first walk down to the gym.
0: Listen, you know, the way, well, it's been raining. So <laughs> I have a thousand excuses. But yeah, <laughs> I get there without hurting myself. I will definitely at least get, they have Peloton. So baby okay. steps. All right, you guys have a wonderful night.
2: Thank, Thank you. Thanks. Time welcome back here Spike.
0: thank you guys so much for listening I hope you enjoyed this creative conversation be sure to follow me on social media I am Pup Duffy basically everywhere you can follow the show on Facebook it's Coffee Candy and Creatives head over to beunique.org. like follow and support my beautiful humans over there be sure to check out my sponsor and for your own sponsorship or interview opportunities please email me at pup4ccc at gmail.com if you like the music you're hearing head on over over to RaleighKeegan.com and do yourself a favor and buy this album you can download it or you can have a physical cd you can also keep up to date on tour dates and future releases as always take care of each other love each other watch each other's back and i'll see you next time